0: Hello, and welcome back again. Thank you so, so much for coming back. I really, really appreciate all of my listeners, and I just, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I also want to thank the people who have reached out to me. Um, I'm just so overwhelmed by the amount of encouragement that I'm receiving from people in my community, and, um, th- you know, just how much support I've been given for this project, and for the things that I'm trying to communicate to the rest of the world, and I'm also grateful, I- I'm going to give it, I don't like to say names, so I'm just going to say, I want to give a special thank you you and shout out to some friends of mine, Joy and Rick, who I found out this past week have been talking about this podcast, which is really, that's my purpose. I want people to start talking about abuse. We need to start talking about it. So in that respect, I know this is becoming a successful project for me. And I'm so eternally grateful that People are coming back to me and letting me know that they have been discussing this. It's vitally important. Um, If you would like to support me, well, I believe you have to be listening through Anchor, but you can support me financially if you believe in my message and you want to help me be able to make more of these podcasts and make them more successful. There is a way for you to support me financially through Anchor. And for those who do, again, thank you, thank you, thank you can't thank you enough. Um, so I also want to just let people know that if you know someone or you yourself are being abused, you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. That number is 800-799-7233. That number will also be in my description. And for this episode, uh, it's really, really important that I do let you know there will be triggers in this in this episode. Um, for the most part today, I'm going to be talking to the abusers. But before I do that, or the perpetrators, I'm going to call them perpetrators today because that's really what they are. What they're doing is a criminal act. So they're perpetrators. But before I do that, I want to talk to my... Just address something with the um, survivors and I'm going to call you guys survivors today I know in the judicial system you're referred to as the plaintiff or the victim but we are survivors and I just want to remind everybody not to forget that and that our goal as individuals is to live victoriously and so I feel that this is part of that process however I do realize that some of you may feel like this is a betrayal. And I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to know that I do have your back. And so what I'm going to be talking about, can abusers change? Now, before I even go there, I want to let you know that I understand how hard it is to leave the abuser. And I am not by any stretch of the imagination suggesting that you hold out hope that the abuser will change for you. Okay, and that is very, very important that you understand that for you part of what I just said. Because when I'm talking about myself and people like me, I kind of compare it to an addiction. And I believe the same is true for the perpetrators. So when you have two people in a relationship, now this is strictly for domestic partners. I'm not talking about child abuse. I'm going to have another episode on that separately. But in domestic violence between adults, there is a dynamic that happens between two people in a relationship where you develop patterns. So... For my victorious friends, please understand that I'm not telling you to hold out hope. I understand that desire, that need, how deeply it affects us. And I'm not talking to you today. And I'm not betraying you. But I do feel that it's important for people like us to speak frankly and firmly and fairly with a rational mind. To those who have harmed us and that's who i'm talking to today so please 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 do not misconstrue my message today It's so vitally important i understand where you're coming from but i also understand that this back and forth breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together and leaving and going back i understand that dynamic and it is a dynamic and it is a real fact and it is something that happens, and as people who are being abused, we need to take responsibility for our actions, do what we can to get away and stay away and stay safe. Okay, so please, I I just can't stress that enough. I'm not diminishing that by any stretch of the imagination, but going forward. I can't wish that my abuser would abuse another person. I don't feel that that's responsible. I don't feel that that's an adult attitude. And I don't feel that it's healthy. And I said this in another episode that if an abuser cannot change, then I can't change. And I did change. And I believe that we all need to take responsibility for our own lives and our own actions. And so that's really where I'm at today. I, I want the perpetrators to be accountable for what they're doing and to stop it. Period. That's really what the goal is, is for them to stop. So please, I hope, that, I hope that I've made that clear. And I hope that you understand it. And if you can't listen to this, that's okay. I, I understand you. You don't have to, you don't even have to agree with me today, but this is something that I'm, I feel very strongly about and I want it to stop. And so I feel like we really do need to talk to the people who are doing these things in order for it to stop. That's where the problem is. Okay. So those are the people who need to change as well. Okay. So can an abuser change? Can they stop abusing? And I do believe, yes, they can. But there are some things that I I think that need to be said from somebody from our perspective. And that is, number one, like I just said, we all need to be held accountable. We all need to take responsibility for our actions. And so, yes, if a victim is supposed to do the things that they need to do to protect themselves, What is the abuser supposed to do? What is the perpetrator supposed to do? Now, let's start at step one. If somebody has left you, let them go, okay? Let them go. Part of this cycle, and it takes two, right? It takes two. Part of this cycle is this back and forth thing, breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together and so on and so forth. Well, in all honesty, if somebody left you because you weren't treating them right, you deserve to be left. I mean, I don't know how to make it more simple than that, especially if it's been going on and on and on and on. You don't deserve to have this person in your life and they don't deserve for you to be doing this to them. Let them go. Stop trying to get them back. Let them go let them get over it. Let them live their life. Okay? So now what? Well, I do know that sometimes this doesn't always happen and I'm not saying that I think that it should um because there's different severities of situations um but a lot of us end up in the court system because of what we've done or what we've done to other people or what has happened to us so let's start from there if you're somebody who's involved in the judicial system if you've been incarcerated if you have a protective order you need to start with that follow those directions if you're not supposed to be near your victim and the law has said that stay away from them don't try to get them back. Don't write them letters. Don't make them phone calls. Don't stalk them on Facebook and all other kinds of social media. Leave them alone. Okay? Leave them alone. Stay away from them. Now, I think it's time to be brutally honest. And you have to do that with yourself. Okay? Okay? As people who have been abused, there's a lot of blame shifting. A lot of you made me do this. If you'd have done this, this wouldn't have come out this way, or you would, you know, you can't do anything right. Lots of blame shifting, lots of denial. Okay, I'm going to put this plain and simple because I think most of us were taught the same things when we were kids. So we were taught. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Don't hit. We don't hit each other. Matter of fact, I had a rule in my house. We don't hurt each other. We don't hurt ourselves. And we don't hurt things. So that includes things like punching walls, breaking furniture, throwing dishes, which is what I grew up with. Um, Those kind of things. Being destructive. Okay? We don't break things. And then there's that golden rule. Remember the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. Okay? We all grew up with these same principles. So you know, whether you want to admit it or not, what you did. Were you saying mean things? Were you hitting were you breaking things? Were you treating somebody the way you wanted to be treated? If you're perfectly honest with yourself, you will probably say no. Okay? You've got to be honest, and you got to start honestly with yourself. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't really matter what your ex thinks. What do you think? Are you telling yourself the truth? okay so from there what do we do what do we do well basically you're going to do the same thing that we do you're going to get yourself some help okay and sadly i don't think it's as widely publicized or available for people who are perpetrators who are abusive um Anger management seems to be a common thing that we throw around and what was his name? Charlie Sheen had to do some anger management or something. And there was a TV show called anger management. It's very loosely thrown around. And I think that that is part of the solution, but I do not think it is the absolute solution. Okay. I really don't. Um, Like I said, I just think it's part of it. I really, really think that you need to figure out what is your root cause why you do these things, okay? Were you raised in an abusive household, which I think a lot of people who do uh, abusive behaviors or and that's a whole other bag of worms, but it is a root. It is a root. It's where it started and that's what you need to figure out. Where did it start? And then you need to address that problem and you need a professional to help you, okay? Yeah, I know. I am talking psycho babble, but that is where it needs to start. You need to figure out why you act the way you do and what are you going to do to change it, not just control it, because that's what anger management is about, but how are you going to change it? Because something inside of you is not healthy. Okay? And putting a band-aid on it isn't really going to help. It can still get Infected and ooze out underneath that band-aid. So you need to find out what the problem is and cure it or at least treat it Okay, because I'm not 100% sure because I'm not an abuser but I am a Survivor so I know that deep down inside of me that potential to get myself in that situation is always there. So I'm just thinking of my dynamics and how I interact with people like you my suspicion is that you have the same kind of phenomenon happening inside that that potential will always be there so that's why i'm saying you need to find that route get yourself some help and you need to find somebody who specializes in domestic violence okay yeah not just depression anger management whatever and This is, all, you know, I'm sure that you're suffering with some other things too, okay? And I know that a lot of people blaming on drugs and alcohol, that may be a problem or contributing factor. So yeah, you need to address that, okay? You need to get yourself sober. You need to figure out how to get away from that thing. And it may be really, really hard. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. It's not. It's going to be hard. And for my victims... And my survivors who are listening, if you've managed to listen to this point, you're not going to recover overnight. And neither is the perpetrator, okay? Both sides of this coin need to have the time to work through all this crap that got us to where we are today, okay? And so that's why I'm saying in the beginning, I'm not expecting you to take this person back because they have to walk their own walk and it could be slower than yours or it could be faster than yours we don't know that's something that happens on the inside so you're gonna have to give yourself time and space all of us to get through that okay so that little interjection right there all right and I have one other thing and this is why I think it's so important to have somebody who specializes in domestic violence to help us get through these things. And in groups to get through these things. Because I know that. A lot of times. When we are. Recovering. From different things. Like in the 12 step programs. For one thing we make amends. Our, our faith tells us. To make amends. If you're a, you know, some kind of a spiritual person. This is a situation. Where. I don't always recommend apologizing for one thing it could be illegal if you have been charged with some sort of a crime you may not legally be allowed to apologize to that person okay so i'm not telling you to do that at least not in actuality i mean you could maybe write a letter tear it up and throw it away you can pray about forgiveness those kind of things because i think forgiveness is important going both ways, Um, but forgetting is not an option, especially in this case, okay, so like I said, you did something wrong, you need to be held accountable, the person that you hurt is not obligated to forgive you, first of all, they're not obligated, although I think it may be healthy for them, they're not obligated, okay, you're not entitled to forgiveness, and keeping in mind this cycle of abuse, which leads into that honeymoon period as you're learning about your recovery and what you've done and how all this works, that forgiveness leads into that honeymoon period where we think everything is great and rosy until the abuse starts again and it goes around and around and around. So in this case, as a victim, that apology is a flag, okay? So you see where you could be causing a problem for the person that you hurt um, raising a flag because we know what comes next but do you apologize hmm. it could also be very he- healing now remember I said stay away from that person who got away from you I also know that a lot of times things are a little bit more complicated than that like we have children that we're raising together lot of times and we're forced to interact on some level sometimes so in a case where it is not illegal for you to apologize and you feel sincerely in your heart that you need to make amends in one way or another apologize You need to do it the way I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. Because remember, I told you, if that person goes, let them stay gone. And you're not supposed to go looking for them if you can't find them. But if it's somebody where you know where they are, you do not apologize in person. This is one time when we have the technology to apologize in a way without hurting somebody or at least making them feel the least amount. Of uncomfortable I don't really recommend this I'm gonna stress this again but I know sometimes it can be helpful so use your telephones email that kind of thing chats and leave it at that there are no strings attached to this apology do not ask that person to come back to you you state what you did I hit you, I punched you, I hurt you, I put you in the hospital. I said terrible things to you and made you feel like shit. Yep, I cussed, Um, because I'm saying be honest. And I am really, truly, I am so sorry. I am so sorry I made you feel that way. I wish I could make it better, and I understand why you don't wanna be with me. Have a great life, bye. That's it, nothing more, nothing less. You're not gonna go look for them. You're not going to ask them to please forgive you. Nothing. You accept it as it is. And you move on. And you do whatever it takes to stop what you're doing. Or what you've been doing. So that you don't do it for somebody else. That's it. Now. I, I might have hurt somebody's feelings today. I'm sorry. You know. I have been hurt too. And it's not paybacks. It's reality. It's brutal honest truth. But I do believe you can change if you want to. And I do believe that we are all responsible for what we do. And just keep this in mind, you know, that lost relationship, if you've lost that relationship, it could be a lesson learned. So, there was some value in it, even though it may have been a horrible experience for both of us, both of you, Um, but yeah, so I do hope that this helps somebody somewhere, I hope that this sparks some conversation, my objective is not to hurt anybody, and I hope everybody is happy, and safe, and healthy, thank you so much, bye-bye.